You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, welcome to our second show of 2023. This is Advantage Connors starting off, and this is a new introduction. This is the co-host this time. This is Jimmy Connors, and I'm welcoming the host, Brett Connors, to the podcast today. Down in L.A., how is it down there, son? Raining? Welcome crack- to the podcast. Well, thank you so much. What's cracking today? Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's a little nicer than it's been this last week. Had a lot of heavy rains, which I know you're going to tell me about. But uh, it's kind of cleared everything out, and we've got that nice, fresh, crisp air. A little cool, but uh, a lot nicer than it was earlier in the week. What about you guys? Yeah, it's it's been crazy up here, and and uh, with the amount of rain that uh, that we've had, it's uh, it's crazy. We're either feast or famine up here, and and I know I've said this before. We've gone through uh, six, seven, seven, eight years of of really a drought, uh, and you know hardly any rain at all, and. Now, all of a sudden, we, you know, we have storm after storm after storm coming through here. And, you know, as you said, down in L.A., it's uh, sunny and uh, clear skies. That's the way it is up here today. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we get the same. But then on the weekend, you know, in comes another storm. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think they're going to be as bad because two days ago, uh, January 9th, we were we had to be evacuated once again in Montecito. And uh, funny enough are crazy enough it was five years to the day that uh, the mudslides came uh, through Montecito and uh, was devastating to the area so uh, I mean the uh, when when we got evacuated Brad you know, five years ago we we went across the street to the golf course and they had to helicopter us out mm-hmm. and and that's that's the reason we had to leave today because they said or, or two couple days ago was that if we didn't leave, we would get blocked in again. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and sure enough, we would have. I mean, when we left, uh, we literally drove to our friend's house, Dennis and Sandy's house, who have welcomed us, uh, you know, a number of times when we had to evacuate our house. Dennis and Sandy Bonnick here in Montecito, they're such good friends. And we literally went 10 miles an hour the whole way because the the water in some places was so deep and running so fast. That uh, and I know it's been on TV. I mean, I, I've gotten calls from uh, all all over Europe and Dubai and South America and, and you know all over the United States yeah. for sure. Just saying, you know, what's going on up there? Right. Uh, and and it's uh, it's been crazy, but it's not over yet. Uh, we're we're expecting uh, more rain, more storms passing through here, and hopefully not as bad as it's been. But uh, we're bracing for some more activity. Yeah, that uh, last week we talked about the bomb cyclone that we were awaiting. Well, it it came and it uh, it dropped a lot of water on California, which is a good thing. Um, The problem is we would like it a little more spread out. So it has has time to kind of soak in and then more rain comes soak in. It just gets dumped. And then that's when the flooding occurs. We have, Brett, we have on our property, you know, we have some some gigantic, huge, beautiful oak trees uh, on our property here. And and. To be honest with you, they were struggling trying to you know, give them enough water to, you know, to keep them healthy. 
And uh, you know, after this, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's been tremendous for the you know, you know for you know for the trees and, and for the, the flowers and yeah, for the redwoods. Yeah. Yes, of course. Uh, and and uh, it's been tremendous for that. But it's it's once again, you know, it's uh, you know, Mother Nature. You know, it just goes. You know, you can't <laughs> don't mess with her. Right. You know, she's uh, she's tough. And and. You know, dropping uh, this amount of rain on us. You know, even though we can use it, our our reservoirs are are full now. Uh, our our lakes are you know have gone from twenty five or thirty uh, percent capacity. Now they're well, well over seventy percent. So you know we're we're kind of getting back on the map here where we should be. But man, all at one time was a little rough to handle. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, five years to the date is pretty crazy too. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the mudslides that happened up there in twenty eighteen were kind of the results of the fires that had happened a month earlier. There was some big fires that got pretty close to Santa Barbara and all around in the hills above Santa Barbara. And uh, what happens after big fires is um, it does something to the soil, to the topsoil. So right. uh, it then it's like it becomes like loose. It's not like stuck to the the whole like kind of mound of like dirt or whatever it is like the the fire like kind of does something to that top layer. So when then rain comes, it just breaks off from the rest of the, the soil and becomes like mudslides. And you said it like yeah, 20, they, 2018, that was crazy. It was brutal. And, and, and uh, the boulders that, uh, that came down from the mountains were, well, it was amazing the size of them and how they just, you know, kind of took over and just went, you know, went through homes yeah, like and down the cars. streets and, and, and crazy. Yes. Uh, and, but uh, after after that, Santa Barbara and, and uh, Montecito and the surrounding area, they went up and, you know, they they cleaned out uh, all the the creek that run, you know, from the mountains down to the to the ocean and uh, widened them and deepened them. And, and so, you know, through what we went through the last couple of days, they seem to have held up pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's amazing. You know, you think, you think everything's good until it happens again. And then whoops, maybe we should have gone two feet deeper or two feet wider or, yeah. or, or whatever. But, uh, well, so- you know, I, I think, uh, I think a lot of people were satisfied with the results, but you know, still a lot of damage. Yeah. Santa Barbara is unique because it has the mountains so close to the coast, you know, like there's not a lot of room for Santa Barbara to grow and become a lot bigger just because of the way it's set up. Like mountains are right there. Then there's like the area where the city is and then boom, it's like the beach. Um, right. So I think that like, you know, plays into it though, with like all that mud, all that water, once it hits, it runs and all the excess stuff usually ends up going out to the ocean. And so it's a little scary. It seems like the most expensive places to live sometimes are the most dangerous places to live just because well, of the it- location and, and all that stuff. It was it was interesting uh, how uh, the conversation now is you know what what can we do now you know for something like this if or if and when it happens again mm-hmm. how how we can use that fresh water and how how can we store it keep it store it yeah. right exactly and you know to is it do we build another reservoir do uh, you know what what's the what's the next move on uh, you know trying to avoid another seven or eight years of, uh, of drought, right. I guess. So, but, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's been interesting and, you know, I'm trying to paint a picture of going down a street with water, you know, following you in your car, you know, <laughs> just running, running like a rapids, you know, yeah. you know, right by you and, and, you know, uh, sliding through, you know, mud trying to make a turn and, you know, and, 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 and then finally, you know, getting away from all that. And, and it's you a little think exciting you're a, though, right? I mean, it's kind of fun. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's just water. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm okay during the day with all that, uh, with the rain and, and whatever. But once the, uh, once the lights go out and, and it gets dark, I, I get a little nervous, mm-hmm. you know, when, when I can't see what's going on and, right. and, and how things are being affected. But, uh, but you know, we, we had a good place to stay with our friends and, you know, got, we were able to, to come home yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday afternoon and our house held up well. And, uh, but but uh, I, I will say that I've, I've got my little floaties, my little wingies out just in case it hits again. So well, I'll, you, I'll be ready. You will see you floating down the street on the news. <laughs> did, did you see the uh, tweet that Ellen, Montecito resident, put out where she was standing yes, in front of I the did. creek and essentially being uh, kind of mad at Mother Nature, almost uh, saying uh, that this is somehow global warming. It seems like everything that happens weather-wise is global warming, hot, cold, rain, dry. Uh, and well, I just thought it was like weird because like we need the water like because we need it 
And so it's like, just to be like, almost like complaining that it's, oh, it's a little too inconvenient. Like the way it came, you know, it was just, it was funny to see just because <laughs> she probably has like a $60 million home and is probably like insulated from everything. Right. She, you know, and, and a little bit gutsy where she was standing. I mean, that, uh, that Creek was raging behind her there. And, and if uh, some of that uh, would have given away, you know, that would have been, you know, pretty disastrous right there. And, and I mean, you really don't get the full effect of it by talking about it, you know, but uh, as we went past some of the, the Creek beds trying, you know, while we were being evacuated, it was amazing. Yeah, It was amazing. And, and the sound and, and, uh, uh, you know, the, the pace at which it was going and, you know, going around, you know, curves and, and splashing over the banks and, yeah. you know, water going everywhere. But, and, and, uh, but that's, you know, and the, inter- the interesting thing was, you know, we're going 10 miles an hour, you know, so water doesn't get up under the car and, and, uh, you know, we, we lose our, you know, the engine goes off or whatever would happen. You got the truck, some bigger, you know, trucks coming the other way and, and uh, going through there at 30, 40 miles an hour. And then boom, you all of a sudden you go blind from all the water flying everywhere. Yeah, spraying it's, it. Uh, yeah, it's, but, it's crazy. But, but uh, the thing, you know, it's kind of nothing. Remember when we were out in San Inez? We lived out in San Inez, which is 30 minutes north inland of Santa Barbara. And when we first moved here, there was like literally seven or eight years of like no rain at all. Right, Remember that? Like right. none, like none. And then when it finally rained, like one April rained for like two weeks or something and like Mm -hmm. it filled up everything and there was flooding and all that stuff. And our ranch back in the day was right next to the river, the San Inez river. And so when Kachuma would get all this rain and become like pretty full, they would release some of the water. And dude, remember that it would go from this little running, like nothing Creek to from bank to bank. From like, a, from like a half a mile, like across was just this running rapid water, you know, for right. like the next 10 days. Yeah. But that was fun. We could, uh, <laughs> we could go tube down there. Yeah. We would take and, the tubes uh, and the dogs and, and do all that. And, and, uh, you know, which was great. You know, we could, we could get in the river and go as far as we wanted to, but, but, uh, and, and I want, uh, I guess it was rolling pretty good. Uh, our friend Casey that lives in San Inez called us and said, man, it's, uh, it, it, they got an awful lot of rain out there and yeah. they had to close, uh, Alisol, uh, and, yeah, um, yeah. I evacuate saw everybody. Couldn't... So the river must've been running big out there too. Yeah. I saw some videos. It looked, uh, reminded me. That's why I want to talk about it. Yeah. We take the tubes down there and, and the dogs, they go crazy. You could take it all the way down to Alisol, to be honest, you yeah. could uh, take it down. There's the, the uh, bridge there and you could just hop out and, and bring your sticks and go play. <laughs> Yeah, go play a few holes. <laughs> play a few holes, tube to, tube to play. Mud around. Yep. Get your get your mud clothes on. Well, we hope everyone is safe up there and everywhere that has been affected by the rain and uh, the flooding anywhere in the world, but uh, in California this past week. So let's move on to some tennis. Don't have to, to go too deep, but there's some news I wanted to talk to you about. Four-time Grand Slam winner Naomi Osaka, 25 years old, came out today and is pregnant with her uh, longtime boyfriend, uh, Corday. So she said ah. that she is uh, taking the 2023 year off to, you know, deal with that. And then she'll be back in 2024. So well, I just wanted to get your take on, uh, on that. I saw an interesting tweet, too, here real quick. Australian Open champion since 2016. Kerber, 2016, currently pregnant. Serena, 2017, she mm-hmm. won the title while pregnant. Uh, Wozniacki, 2018, just welcomed her second baby. 19 and 21 was Osaka, currently pregnant. And 2022, also news in the past week or so, uh, Ash Barty, pregnant with her, uh, with her husband. Well, I guess, uh, you know, you got, you know, going down there and uh, winning that championship, I, you know, I guess, uh, you know, it kind of makes, makes you? life awful good. Uh, huh? <laughs> Inspires you? Inspires you. I guess so. <laughs> I, I guess. But you, you know what? It's interesting, uh, brother, that we talk about the ladies that way, and and uh, you know they're they're pregnant, and uh, Osaka says you know she's taking the whole year off. Uh, you know, f- you know, for me it, it was different. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I had you when I was twenty six, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know, I I was I was off playing and working and grinding, and and you know the your, your mother you know was staying home and you know, taking care of herself and, and, uh, you know, uh, doing, doing all the right things. And it, it's funny, the, the, the difference, but on the other hand, you know, Ser- Serena didn't just uh, get away and take that time off. Did she? Well, I think, uh, you know, she finished that tournament, won it. And then I think she, uh, you know, went away and, and finally had uh, her baby, but, um, 
Yeah, I don't know right. if, she, if she knew or what was going on. I don't know all the details, but just you're right because you always think about it. Like with men, it's just like whatever. Like almost like nothing changes. I mean, obviously things change at home, and you know you have different priorities and all that stuff. But as far as like going and playing and practicing, your body doesn't change. You know, you don't have to you know worry about your diet, your health. You have a, you're nurturing another living being inside you. You know. So uh, right. it is, it is interesting. Cause I was like, wow, she's only 25. But then I was like, you had me at 26, you know, that's only a mm-hmm. one year older. So it's not really that young. And it's just the same mentality that you probably had. And she just happens to be a woman. And then that, that makes it. So she has to, you know, step away from the game for a while, you know, right. have the baby and then, you know, train and come back. And I'm sure she'll be back next year, re- ready to go and better than ever. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's interesting you know, and well, you know what tennis can do for you. Also, uh, you know, you get away from it and and uh, you know take a break and and then then you come back and you know how it how it can you know uh, being away from it, you find out if you miss it mm-hmm. uh, and and what it means to you. Are uh, you you know you go and you say you listen, my life has changed like this. I've I've had it with my past. It's time for me to you know take care of my you know my business at hand, which is you know the you know, the new member of your family. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, there's, there's been, you know, some great champions in the past that have, uh, you know, come back and, and played after, after given birth and, uh, and, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, the, the names that you mentioned, you know, from Osaka to, you know, Kerber to, you know, that, that they, that they, yeah. And, and Barty, right. You know, come back and, and if, if, if they want to, right. You know, they, they have the option, which is, uh, which is good. and. Uh, I'm not saying something that not everybody out there has kids doesn't understand but that's such a life changing experience, you know, and, and, uh, to, you know, to, to have the baby and then, you know, to, to know what it's like to, to see it every day and every morning and to get up and take care of it. And, and, you know, and, and, and the, you know, the dad does that too. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. I never did that. I did. No, I know. Yeah. You, you, you know, but, but, uh, you know, but it's such a life changing experience and, yeah. and, uh, you know, to go through all that and, you know, uh, but they have a choice, right. you know, to, to either come back and play or, or to take, take care of their life, which is, uh, you know, which, which is, is cool. which is pretty darn good. Yeah. Not, not yeah. a bad choice to choose from. Um, but no. all, all the best to them, uh, Barty and, uh, Osaka and, and hope to have them back on tour. Uh, Barty, we don't know cause she's retired, but Osaka said she'll be back. So we'll look forward to that. But uh, let's move on to some tennis that is being played. Wanted to get your take on this. Novak Djokovic wins last mm-hmm. week his 92nd uh, career title, beating uh, Sebastian mm-hmm. Korda in a really good three-set match. Korda playing some really good tennis last week. Um, I think he's going to have a good year if he can stay healthy. But um, talk to me about this. About one year ago right now, do you remember what was in the news? What was the biggest story in the whole world? Yeah, Djokovic not playing the Australian Open, right? Uh, or, or go or going down there and and being in Australia, but not vaccinated. Correct. Right. Yeah. One year yeah. ago, on every news channel, every paper, radio station, everything you could open and listen to, watch. Novak Djokovic was the arch enemy of the world. He was the worst guy right. in the world. He was not vaccinated. He was trying to play a tournament. They said he had falsified the documents. Remember that all that back and forth. Eventually, he gets deported and sent out of. Australia, not allowed to play. Mm-hmm. Right. Persona non grata, terrible, terrible human, bad, bad, terrible person. Like the way the news said, it was just like, oh my gosh, this guy, you know? Right. One right. year later, he's there. He's playing. He won a tournament already. He's the favorite to win the Australian Open. You turn on all those same news channels, all those same professional talking heads, not a peep, not a word, no. not a story, no like, well, maybe we were wrong, or maybe he was wrong, or maybe the, the, this has changed the narrative, or whatever it is. It's just very fascinating to watch the difference from a year ago. Yeah, but you know, they they were very easy to tear him down and and uh, say what a terrible human being he is. And you know, isn't isn't the other side of the story just as important? Mm-hmm. You know that that you know he he is playing now, and you know. The uh, restrictions have changed, and you know people's attitude have changed. You know, and and the way the way they look at things, and but but that will never be on because that's good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's not 
you know, shooting him down in any way. And, and you know, and here, here's a question that uh, just kind of popped in my mind. You know, he was deported from Australia. Isn't there a time schedule that you can be uh, able to come back in a country if you are deported? I don't or, know. I don't know if it's like, I think he supposedly wasn't allowed to be back for two years or something. But like, I think everything got waived or changed. I, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is interesting is because along with, you know, it not being on TV, it's kind of like they don't want to admit maybe they were wrong too, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously no, well. the story isn't what it was last year. And, you know. And so I don't know. I just know that he's down there and he's been very classy the way he's handled it. Probably a lot classier than if it was me having to go down there Mm. after getting treated like that. And he picks up his first win. The crowd seemed to be very, you know, for the most part positive. And I think he's handling it like really, really well because like, I don't know, I'm a little more petty. (laughs) And I don't know. You just got a chip on your shoulder. Right. Where did I get that? Yeah, that well, that's true. Yeah, but 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 you you know what though? I mean, he he's he, he's a tennis guy. He wants to play tennis. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know, it, it doesn't do any good to go down there and and uh, you know, I'm kind of like you. I I'd, I'd go down there. I'd have a chip on my shoulder for sure. Yeah, you know, and and but uh, you know, but he he wants to go and play tennis and have a chance to win the tournament and you know, gra- grab another Grand Slam title and, and you know, get one closer to, or, or I think even Ty Nadal at time. And, and uh, you know, so, you know, uh, he, he's probably down there saying, I want to keep my mind on my business. Uh, that That's what I have to do. I, I didn't get all the tennis I really wanted to last year. You know, so, you know, go down there, play a tournament and, and get some good practice in and and, uh, and get ready for, you know, for when the Australian Open starts. Because last year, he was favored to win the tournament last year also. Right. He would have been if he would have played. Yeah. Right. Uh, if, he, if he would have had the opportunity to play. So, uh, you know, now, you know, he goes and, and uh, he's got his business to take care of. It's going to be interesting, you know, to hear a lot of the commentary and, you know, what comes out in the press as the tournament goes on mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and to, to listen to the crowd as he plays and, and uh, the reaction that, uh, that he gets for, for his play, because you, you know that he's not going to go in there not being ready to play. I, I think he's been gearing up for this event, you know, for, you know, for three or four months now already. Yeah. And, and so he's, he's going to be, he's going to be ready to play in shape and, and uh, you know, and, and then after he wins the tournament, if he does win the tournament, then we'll hear what his comments are. If he does win the tournament. I, I can't wait for that. I mean, if he wins, I can't, that's the moment I'm just sitting around waiting to watch with a, bu- a bucket of popcorn because <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a kind of a fascinating uh, story about media and people and like, because everyone was talking about it a year ago, like not just the press, but it shows you that if the press doesn't bubble up and start talking about something nonstop, you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. You are just steered in whatever direction that the media wants you to go. They just funnel you here. Look, you're supposed to hate this guy. Now you got to hate that guy. Now you hate this guy, you know, and they're always just nonstop of whatever they want you to be talking about. And since, Mm -hmm. since the narrative has changed and he's allowed to play and they all look kind of stupid for all the stuff they said last year, they don't say a word. No, no, (laughs) no. So, you know, listen, what, you know, I, I hope, I hope the tournament comes off without a glitch. How do you like that? I love it. You know, and, and I only played down there twice, you know, so, you know, what, what do I really care for? But, you know, the end result is it's better, better for the game. If it, if the best players play, right. You know, to find out, you know, who really is playing the best and, and, and the majors and so forth. And, 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 you know, you've got the odds there, you know, what's going on in, in the men's game. You know, he's coming in uh, really, uh, you know, and, and uh, against Nadal and Medvedev, who, you know, who last year was uh, in the finals. What, uh, rank, but ranked number one in the world, I think, at that time, wasn't he? Yep. Medvedev. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and had, had Nadal uh, two sets to love and, and uh, ended up losing that. But, but still, I mean, he's coming in against guys who have had a full year's worth of, of tennis and tournaments. So, it's going to be interesting to see, but also it's going to be interesting for me to watch the young guys. Yeah. How, how they go after the, the Nadal's and, and, uh, and the Djokovic's yeah. and, and what, what they take to them and, and, 
you know, they they all a lot of them show up, you know, for the for the other tournaments the outside the Grand three. Slams. The two out of the three. The two out of three. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, so you know the the Grand Slams are three out of five over two weeks. That's seven matches you have to win. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things you have to do to be able to get through and and, and to pace yourself. You know, for that two weeks. You know, right. you know how do you you know your your food, your training, you know your matches, your rest, and uh, you know the travel back and forth. But uh, but down in uh, but in Melbourne, I mean the the stadium. From downtown is like a mile. You could uh, right. you, you could you walk to it's your close. matches. It would be a good warm up. The old you crown, know, so. the old crown. We spent some time in that casino, and the it's called like the mahogany room, I think, or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a couple of good rolls down there, if I remember oh, yeah. correctly. <laughs> well, dude, real quick, we can tell the mini story of uh, Phil Ivy. You're down there. You're rolling, right? Weren't you rolling with Phil Ivy? Some craps. Uh, I was. Yes, I was. All right. Tell yeah. that story in 30 seconds real quick. Well, in 30 seconds, we're, uh, we're on the crap table and, and it was a short crap table. It wasn't a full length one. So we, I was standing there and Phil Ivy comes up and starts, uh, you know, standing, we're, we're talking and rolling and, you know, having some fun. And, you know, I get, I get on a decent roll and, 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 uh, and I look over to him and, you know, and I, I looked at my stack. And I said, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then I looked at his stack and I said, My, mine wasn't so interesting. <laughs> so, Yours is bigger but, than mine. Yeah. His, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. But boy, boy, but, did we have fun. And, and then he, he got the dice and, and, and just kept it going. Yeah. Uh, un, unfortunately, you know, I, I walked upstairs. I had to go upstairs for a minute. To and, shower, and right? Came, you went to shower yeah. and he said, okay, I'll, I'll be down here. He left the crap table with you and sat down at what, Pie Gow? Yeah, Pi, that's exactly right. And, and and he took his winnings over to Pie Gow and, and I walked back down. I couldn't find him. Yeah. <laughs> so, he lost uh, it all I, I, at Pie Gow in like I, 15 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this it, uh, it, it's, uh, but, but stories like they have... Uh, Back, uh, I was down there the last time, you know, uh, was with Andy mm-hmm. uh, when I was coaching Andy Roddick, right? Yeah. And, and uh, geez, so a lot of the the poker players they have a big poker tournament down there, and and they were they were down there, and they were in the the casino and in the you know rolling craps and playing poker, and mm-hmm. and some of them were playing tennis, so we were trying to hook up a tennis game with them, <laughs> and and uh, you know playing right handed and and all that. Oh but, yeah, uh, Aussie which, millions. Uh, we, well, yeah, which Aussie been Millions fun. is the poker tournament. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a it's a it's a big scene during January because it's like their Fourth of July. The tennis tournaments going on. The you know the poker like it's a big it's a fun time to be down there in Melbourne uh, with yep. everything going on. But um, yeah, would love to get shout out Phil Ivy. I used to sit and watch him on full tilt poker on my computer, just playing fools and and beating them all night back when uh, back when that was a, a legal thing online. But let's get back to the AO itself. Yeah. Talked about Joker. Yep. Here's one thing I wanted to say. You talked about the lines about a week ago. Joker was about plus one fifteen or something like mm. that. One ten, one fifteen, one twenty, depending on your book, to win the AO. News comes out: Carlos Alcaraz is injured. Don't know exactly what it was. Uh, he mm. he got it doing something silly. It kind of sounded like he said, but whatever. He is out until February. He's not playing again to the Argentine Open. So because of that news, Joker went from plus 120 to minus 120, minus 125, even on some sites, just on the news that maybe one of his biggest, you know, quote unquote rivals in the tournament, the other, you know, top seeded player, you know, he would have been one Carlos is out. So that means Joker is now favored against the field. That's what that means. If he goes to minus, that means he's favored against the field. Medvedev is second, six to one. Like you said, he had Nadal two sets to love last year. Nadal came back, won us some money as we had Nadal live, which was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Nadal 11 to one coming in on a pretty cold streak. The last, uh, you know, seven or eight matches he's played, but that doesn't seem to matter when it's three out of five. He's a different animal. Sinner right. 16 to one, Curio 16 to one, Sitsi 16 to one, Felix 18 to one, Rude 20 to one. And then it goes from there. Berrettini, Fritz, Fritz 33 to one. And it goes down from there. Talk to me about what you're thinking there. It's hard to bet against Joker, just knowing all the other stuff and, and motivation he's got on his side. What do you think? Yeah, but you know what we, we, we talked about earlier, though, Brad, is, you know, now, you know, you said it, I think it was last week, you said it, that, uh, you know, before it was, you know, if Joker was going to win it, he had to beat Nadal in a Fed. You know, or if Fed won it, he had to beat Nadal in a Joker. But, mm-hmm. you know, now, 
it's different. You know, you got a lot of these young kids, and, and uh, you you mentioned a lot of them right there: Center and Medvedev and Kyrgios and Sitsipas and Rude and Runa. Yeah, you know, uh, these guys, and 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 it's not going to be just a you know a one or two match victory now. These these, these older guys, uh, Joker and and uh, Nadal, they're going to have to play a couple of these young guys in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and. You know, if if they go and and uh, perform the way they should, the younger guys, that's going to take a lot out of uh, out of those two. Right? They yeah, might you know, have to, gonna have to. They might have to play four of them in a row. You know what I mean? Because besides yeah. Joker and Nadal, most of the guys are pretty young. You have to figure most of the top, you know, twenty five guys. Right. You know, but you know the you know the whole idea about behind this is listen. The, the the reason you're the best is because you're always prepared to play. You're in the great best shape possible and. And uh, your games at the top, but but you know at times you know that wears you out, mm-hmm. uh, and and so it's going to be that's going to be one thing I want to be interested in seeing is you know between Djokovic and Nadal, who who starts out playing the younger guys first, mm-hmm. uh, and and the you know and, and what and, and what it takes out of them, yeah, along the along the way, and and then here's here's the other thing how they recuperate. Yeah. Once they, you know, once they have a long match and, you know, if they, and what happens if they got to play two or three matches in a row, I mean, but that, that doesn't happen anymore because they have a, a roof over the, the stadiums now, but, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, coming back and, you know, playing after a long five setter and, and your recuperation time and, and all, all that enters in, that all enters into winning a grand slam. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why it was so intriguing for me, you know, back in the day, you know, on the grass of Wimbledon. I mean, I, you know, I played a match there once for three and a half days, <laughs> you know, so that was my, my first or second round match. And now all of a sudden, you know, I got to play two, three, I got to play three matches in a row. Right. If I, if I keep winning. So, yeah. you know, but you know, like I said, that was back then they have a roof now that would never happen now. Yeah. I don't think. There's a few things on the men's side that, uh, that I'm looking at first would be how Medvedev bounces back knowing that he had this tournament, like kind of won last year. Cause I kind of think that might've like hung with him a little bit in 2022. Like he was won a lot of the year, but I only think he won like two tournaments, you know, mm-hmm. he didn't have like a, you know, dominating number one year performance. He kind of was one because Joker wasn't around all the time. And it was like, and all that stuff. So I want to see, like, is he really jacked up to get back there and, and like finish it this time? You know, Nadal, I'm interested just because he's the defending champ and, and how he's been playing and, and all the heat he's been taking, you know, in press. Everyone tells him he's got to retire just because he lost a match. Kyrgios is interesting to me just because now, you know, he talks, he's been talking a lot. He had a really good summer, you know, making uh, the final against Joker and, uh, you know, doing well in some other tournaments. He is 16 to one. He's got the home crowd. Mm-hmm. But he also has the home pressure, so uh, I'm interested to see how he uh, how he reacts with that. And then Felix and Runa, the two guys mm-hmm. that finished last year so hot, you know, the two young guys, um, they finished last year really hot. Felix won three in a row, and then Runa won Paris, making uh, you know the year in finals. Runa played a lot during the off season, so he kind of kept the play going. I think Felix took a little time off, so interested to see how they how they you know hit the ground running in the first slam of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's tough to bet against Joker. Luckily, yep. I actually have a little bit of Joker plus 150. See, the, the move was mm. before you knew if Joker was going to play in Australia, you took it. Because if he didn't play, it's a no bet. And so they were giving like right. plus 150 in November because they kind of didn't know if he was going to play or not. So it's like, well, I took some of it just because if he doesn't play, then I get my money back. And if not, I get it at a way better odds than it's going to be now. Now it's minus 120. Mm. Jeez, yeah, well, you were ahead of the game on that stuff. Yeah, lucky, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. Then you know we have opportunities to you know hedge or go the other way on some, on some of his opponents later in the tournament. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But um, what are you thinking? What, what would you, who would your pick be? And what are you looking at from the men? Well, I, I'll t- well, you're, you're right. It's tough to bet somebody who's, uh, you know, minus 120, uh, you know, that, uh, but, but still they got to go win the matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they, they got to perform and, and uh, uh, you know, the, the, the opponents are, if, if, if they're willing to lay it all out there, you know, I, I love, you know, being uh, a, a little bit out of the favorites uh, at, at the majors. Uh, you know, being a, uh, you know, a, a five or six to one or an mm-hmm. eight or 10 to one or something like that. Sneak and, up a little. Especially, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, give me an opportunity to at least make something. <laughs> right. And, you know, you know, if I'm, if I'm especially, you know, I mean, I, I, I loved betting on myself, Brad, in, in everything. And, mm-hmm. and uh, especially at the tennis, especially over in, in England and, you know, where, where, you know, bet going back, Many many years ago, they they had uh, they had gambling right on the grounds there, <laughs> That's awesome. and and uh, you know that that was awesome was That's right. Awesome. <laughs> oh my god, that was fun. Yeah. But uh, you know, but but going and 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 playing and it just you know I, I used to like that because it just gave me that little I didn't need it, but I liked that little extra inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, to go out and say you know, listen, if I if I get through this one, you know that that might not be a bad thing. I might. Uh, you know, I might get on a good roll here. And then all of a sudden, you know, you go from eight or 10 to one to six to one. And, you know, if you like that, then you take some of that too, mm-hmm. you know, but, but starting off with somebody at uh, minus 120, that's, you know, that, that's, that's a big favorite, yeah. uh, especially since the last year's winner, you know, is, is what, 11 to one yeah. or six to one. No, no, it's all, it all's 11. Yeah. Ele- you know, it's 11 to one. Yeah. It, it, it's crazy, but you got, you know, you got the, uh, you know, you mentioned Curios. If, if he can keep his mind straight a little bit, yeah, that a lot of guys don't really realize. There's a few who do, but a lot of them don't really realize just how important the crowd is, yeah. And and, and and what that and what that noise and that excitement and that, you know, the passion, you know, from both you you as the player and and uh, and they as the crowd, you know, can can bring out of you. And and if he if if he would get a feel for that and and how to harness that energy especially down there they're begging for an australian champion yeah they're, they're begging for one Definitely. they haven't had one since i don't know how, don't how know far either. back do i have to do? i mean hewitt played for one i don't he, he didn't win one though no so how, how far back do you have to go um, back to mark edmondson <laughs> yeah. yeah you know i i don't know i mean you're going back a long way so i mean they'd be they'd be looking forward uh, you know for an australian champion and, and if he would ever get on a roll and and, uh, you know, and, and have the right attitude, man, they, uh, they, they'd make everything possible for him, but you know, you're you know, right. Like, like I said, Mark Edmondson, he, you know, is that right? Yeah. Mark Edmondson. Yeah. How, how about coming up with that? That's name? good. They, they haven't, <laughs> wait, they haven't had to wait long for the last woman as Barty won last year. That was pretty yeah. sweet. But, um, so let's, let's look at the women a little bit. Are you, uh, so who would you pick in the men? Give me your pick. Are you taking Joker? Well, uh, I, no, I'm, uh, Give me like who you're going to, who you think is going to win. And then like a dark horse, like, you know, to throw some money on, that's a bigger odds. I, I, well, you got to take Joker to win. Okay. Yeah, you know, it, and uh, so you put a big chunk uh, on Joker and then now you put, it, you sprinkle a little couple smaller bets on some bigger, bigger odds. I take Felix. Okay. 18 to and one. And I take Rude and Runa. Okay. Rude, 22 to one. Runa, for some reason on my site has not given him a number. I mean, I feel like he would probably be in that same kind of, 25 to one, 22 to one ish kind of range. Well, Sitsi being 16 to one is a little high. I don't know if he can beat Joker in a final, but Sitsi's made the semis there, I think twice. So, I mean, he plays decent on the surface and he just, I don't know. He's, he kind of gets to the quarters and the semis of a lot of tournaments, but then doesn't like, kind of finish it off. I don't know what, uh, what's up with him. I hope he can kind of turn it around this year and, and finish off some more, some more good weeks. Cause I like watching him play, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see, uh, uh, one of the young guys come up and, and surprise me Yeah, and, 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 and come on our podcast and say, you know, 
you stupid putts, why didn't you bet on me? Right. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you know, it would be, it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you should have bet on me, you know, and, and next time maybe you will. Yep. I, I, I'd love that. I, I would love to see that. Yeah. I'd but, love to uh, see Joker versus one of the, like the four or five young guys that we always talk about, you know, Sinner, Rude, mm-hmm. Felix, uh, it's not gonna be Alcaraz, but Runa, you know, uh, you could throw, um, whatever, who else in there, but I mean, one of those guys. And just but, see, yeah, like, here's, a another, here's another thing, Brett. We're, we haven't mentioned Nadal much, but uh, you, I would never count him out of anything. Right. You, you know, and, and uh, whether whether uh, whether right or wrong, you know, whether you know he's eleven to one or whatever. I mean, he's he's been too great a champion over the years, and and we all know his energy and his passion and what he's willing to give out there. And and uh, uh, you know, some some things you can't buy. Mm-hmm. And, and and what he has in the way he's, you know, proven it over his career, can't buy that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, can never count him out either. No. And I mean, you're right. I think they're looking at his recent activity, like a little too hard with that 11 to one. I think that would be lower if he hadn't, you know, lost some of these United cup matches. And, but I mean, he's one of those guys where it's like, he's a different beast in the slams because like it's, you, you want to try and put out an Adal in a three out of five. That's different than two out of three. You know, it's it's just factually a thing, you know? So He's going to get some decent early rounds because the you know he's a high seed. So I mean he could he could still make a run and eleven to one's a good number. So we'll yep. have to check it out. Let's check out the women. Slide over to okay. the women here. Iga obviously the favorite, plus one seventy five. Okay, not bad. Mm-hmm. So if you think you're really sure, there's a little more value there. Sabalinka who just won I think Adelaide a week ago looked really well. Uh, Nine to one second favorite. Mm-hmm. Caroline mm-hmm. Garcia eleven to one. Then we get a couple Americans. Our girls, Jessica Pagula, 12 to 1. Coco Golf, 14 to 1. And mm. then uh, Vantage Connor's favorite owns Jabor, 15 to 1. Wow, there's a big discrepancy between number one and Suyantek and then, and then the next one. Right. Uh, right, Sabalenka. Jeez, yeah. what a, there's a lot of space in there. And then after but, Jabor. But I like Sabalenka. Yeah. Uh, I, I like her. She played well and, and uh, she had a good start. Now, you know, I hope. I hope she doesn't play so much that, you know, by leading into the Australian that she's tired or gets hurt. She's taken (laughs) this week off. She took this week off. I'm pretty sure. Um, Smart. Yeah. Uh, After, after Jabour kind of starts to fall off after that, it gets to Krajcikova 25 to one, Rybakina 25 to one, a couple of former major winners, Benchich 33, Sakari 33, Samsonova, uh, Samsonova 35, Anna Samova 40. So it starts to fall off a little bit from there, but yeah. Talk to me about what you're thinking on uh, the women's side. Well, I'm thinking uh, that, uh, you know, let, let's start with an American, Coco Golf, And, and you know, she, you know, we, we forget that, uh, you know, she's only 18, going to be 19 years old, but she was in the finals of a Grand Slam last year. So she knows the, the route now. Mm-hmm. She knows how to, she knows how to get to the finals. So, uh, you know, maybe this is the time to, you know, to, to turn that switch on to, you know, to get to, the, to get, get to the final and then win it, yeah. you know, but we forget that she's young, but she's been around for four years. So her, her experience already is, is pretty high quality. Pagula. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to see her, I like to see her, you know, make a move and, and, and to, you know, start making a, uh, you know, a grand slam winning reputation for herself. Jabor the same way. I mean, we, we yeah. talk about her all the time. She's uh, you know, she's a favorite of our podcast and, yep. And uh, would would love to see a move there, but you know Sabalenka also. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, there's a, there's such a a big gap between uh, Suryantek and and uh, and, and Sabalenka. You know, I mean that's big odds difference. So yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting to see who comes through, so called to to play Suryantek if she makes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you you always got to think. You know, nobody's invincible. You no. know, no matter how good they are and, and how well they're playing, you know, this, sometimes you just, you know, you can't let down for a second in this game. And and I know, I know because, you know, I, I was on yeah. some pretty darn good roles in my time and I let up for a second and, and I paid the price for it. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, so you, you got to, you know, just keep keep your head to the, you know, your mind to the grindstone and, and just, you know, keep out there and take care of your own business and, and play the kind of tennis that that it's like it's like your grandma always used to tell me. She goes, "Play your tennis. You don't have to be any better than you are." Yeah, yeah, you know. And 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 if you go out and play that, then that's then that's good enough. Win yeah. or lose, 
Yeah. You know, rather win, of course, we'd all rather win. But but if you, you go out and 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 walk off that court and sat and, and be satisfied, uh, win or lose, with the way you play, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, on the the money to be made, bet in the futures is on the women's side because, like, the favorite isn't as big a favorite, and then all, everybody else is like nine to one or more. Mm-hmm. And like, you wouldn't be surprised if, like, if I gave you twenty names, you wouldn't be surprised if any of them made a final. To be honest, you know, like, because you get down to Sakari, you get down to, and you know, uh, Haddad Maya's had a great year. Andrescu's with fi- uh, one. Daniel Collins fifty to one. Raducanu's won a slam. You know, like Pliskova's been in the final of a slam. You know, Keys is down there. She's been in the final of a slam. So, like, you wouldn't be surprised right. if like one of these twenty names came up, and it could be two of them if if Iga does slip. But what an opportunity in the women's game to be right. like second. Like there's this huge void now, not now, it's been since Barty left, but you know, like Iga, like you said, has such a big lead with the points and, and with the odds and everything above everyone else on the women's tour. But what is lacked is like a consistent number two, somebody who says, look, now, now the fight is for third, you know, because I'm going right. to be two, you know, like Sakari bubbles up and is two and then Contevite is two and then Owns is two, you know, and then like people, Sabalenka is, is two. But none of them stay there. You know, they're very, mm-hmm. it's very streaky. None of them seem to have the consistency of Iga. Um, and you talked about Sabalenka. I mean, she's fun. She's some of the best tennis TV because, she, right. you know, she, she can win a set 6-1, not miss a ball and serve you off the court. And then the next set, she can't make a serve. Like last mm-hmm. year, she double faulted something like 11 or 12% of her serves. That means you're wow. giving, giving away 12% of your points on your serve. And she's like mm. a big power serving player. You know what I mean? Somebody who like depends on that kind of style a lot. So like imagine how good she would be like if she just took care of that a little bit. Right. <laughs> you know? So. Well, well you, you, they, they, the players, they have uh, enough people around them. Yeah. You know, that, uh, you know, and if, if they, if they know their, their business and, and, uh, and, and they know their player, they should be all over that, Yeah, you know, to, to, to get her to work on that and, and to know what it's like to mix it up instead of going for pure power all the time to mix it up a little bit and, and to, you know, keep, try to keep your opponent a little bit more off, off guard or right. uh, uh, like serve two serve two 80% serves instead of 210% serves. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. take a little off and make sure you get one of them in. So I don't know. I'm a well, fan. She seems like she'd be fun to hang with. She's like a funny person on social media and, and smiles a lot and looks like she has a, a fun time out there. But um, yeah, I think it's tough to say with the women because uh, if you don't see the draw, it's hard to say with matchups and stuff like that uh, who you like. But I mean, it, it seems like the women's side is like going to be fun because it's way more wide open in a way like Ega's dominating. But if she happens to slip, then it could just be two, you know, two of these 30 girls you know, women, you know. So yeah, that's uh, well, I'm, tu- I'm tuning in. Yep, I'm gonna tune in too. Let's talk a little football real quick before NFL playoffs are here. Dolphins made the playoffs, winning an 11 to six slop fest against the Jets in the last week. Uh, also, we could go to Buffalo with our third string quarterback and probably get destroyed. But hey, small baby steps for the Finns franchise. What do you think? What do you like going in here to the weekend? We got. One, two, three, four, five, six games. Yeah. Yep. Who do you like? Well, uh, Seattle at Niners. Niners nine and a half. Chargers at Jags. Ugh. Jags two. Ugh. Oh no, Chargers are two at Jags. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Bills are uh, minus thirteen against my Finns. Yeah. That's that's fun uh, to see. That that's going to be you know thirteen's a lot. Mm-hmm. But you know the the Bills they they've got uh, something to play for now. Yeah. Uh, and you know with uh, Hamlin. Yeah, uh, is his name. Yep, Demar Hamlin. He was actually released from the hospital today. Yes, and, and so how 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 crazy is that? After just nine days ago, what he went through, or ten mm. days ago, yeah, you know, and and now uh, I mean that just goes to show if you know taking care of the those uh, EMTs that took care of him. Boy, oh boy, what a what a godsend they were. Yeah, you know, but but now the Bills, you know, they they have that to play for. Yep. You know, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Hamlin gets back and, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see if, if he plays again. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm all over you with the Dolphins, yeah, bud. And, that's and, sad. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I got, I, I just, you know, they're going to have to come up with 
something extra special uh, to get through that uh, the first round. But but also, I mean, if they were going to win, man, oh man, they they got an uphill battle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm looking. You know, the, you know, you go through the whole year, and and you get to the playoffs. Do you throw everything out from yeah. the past, the past 17 games, and now you know this it's like this a new is season, a, a new yeah. Yeah, yeah, a new season. I mean, it's tough. It starts. It's tough. It's tough. Like it's a there's a bummer. Three of the six games are between division teams. So it's like Dolphins, Bills. We've seen it twice this year. Ravens, mm-hmm. Bengals. We've seen it twice this year. And then right. what's the other one? Uh, uh, Seattle, 49ers. We've seen it twice this year. Like it should be mm-hmm. some rule where I mean, I it's hard to say because in the rankings and everything, but they should shuffle the teams or something because it's. It's like we like, but like the Ravens and Cincy just played last week, so they're gonna play twice in a row. And the Bills and the Dolphins right. played like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. So that's just a little no. bummer. You need a little bit more variety, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Bucks, yeah, at home getting points to the Cowboys. That sounds Tom Brady setting them up. I kind of like the Bucks a little bit there. Yeah, uh, what's the line there? We're getting uh, Bucks plus two and a half. Well, I mean, it's, I don't think I'd ever, I know Brady is, uh, what What are they, eight, nine or something mm-hmm. like that over the course of the year. But uh, it's, it's tough to ever bet against him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, Especially you on know, the but, Dak Prescott, who hasn't really proven as much in the playoffs as Brady, obviously. Right. But, uh, you know, the, you know, we talked about the Cowboys too. Didn't they start out with a, you know, having a tough year and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they just blossomed too. So yeah, yeah it's a, uh, it's going to be interesting, and and uh, you know the the season is long. They've gone to seventeen games, but uh, the playoffs, you know, to to me, throw all that out, you know, all the past out the window, and you know the the if the players are healthy and the you know the coaches are trying to come up with something different, and uh, instead of showing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again, and so you know the play the playoffs interest me, uh, you know, and if if I was a betting man, now now is when I would uh, sit down and and really. You know, I'd go over the the season and all that a little bit, but but where I would really kind of dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. If uh, if if I was if I was gambling, but I'm not, so uh, I I think I'll sit down and I'll get my popcorn and enjoy that. That's, that doesn't <laughs> sound bad. Maybe you'll find a live bet on the live line that you can check out. It, well, yeah, I'm on, I'm gonna I've learned how to do that on on the on my iPad now, how to get into that. So we'll get you into uh, it. Yeah, I know you're teaching me bad things. <laughs> Just bringing it full circle. That's where I learned it. Bringing it right back. <laughs> right back at me. Hey, I, I got a, I got a uh, one thing. I was reading the paper and and uh, and I and I saw this. It says our TSA uh, and and uh, they're they're out there with you know and also with all the stuff going on with the airlines and mm-hmm. and, and the shutdowns and the delays and the cancellations and. Wow, what a, what a mess! And and uh, but I was I was uh, reading this article in the paper. It said somebody tried to get a gun on a plane by putting it in a raw chicken. <laughs> now, that, now that that's pretty good, right? That, that, I, I I don't think I would have ever thought of that. Not cooked and not cooked raw, <laughs> raw. It's raw, <laughs> right? And then and then this uh, they opened this one guy's guitar case and he had two cattle prods <laughs> in his guitar case. Okay. He was going to strum and, and prod a little bit on the plane. Yep. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> uh, and, and then it's got, uh, there's one more, this one, uh, this one guy, he took his gun apart and he put a full clip loaded clip and, uh, took in the gun parts and stuck it in peanut butter jars. <laughs> Perfect. So, I mean, now, and, and so what, what, tell me what you think about that. They, uh, and, and, and they were caught. Yeah. So my first thought is um, I Googled what percent of stuff gets through TSA, like when they try and do the tests to test them, you know, mm-hmm. and 80% was the number that came up. 80% well, of the stuff they try and sneak past TSA gets through TSA. So what do I think when you tell me about these things? I think that there's seven or eight other peanut bar jars, peanut butter jars and guitar cases and raw chickens that made it through without them catching it. <laughs> oh my God. Well, uh, well, there, there, there you go. Uh, I, I hope, uh, I hope that the TSA is staying on the ball like they're doing because, you know, right. flying's tough enough and, and, uh, uh, and it's, uh, you know, with the, the cancellations and everything that we've been through, uh, that 
Yeah, the last the couple airlines months. have been through, especially you know with the storms and and everything that we've had out here too. So uh, I, I'm glad they're they're vigilant and staying on that. You know, yeah. try to uh, keep flying as safe as possible. That's cool. One so, a couple quick shout outs before we wrap up. One of our favorite golfers, John Rahm, won the mm-hmm. title last week, beating uh, Colin Morikawa. Is that right? It'd be Colin. Yep. 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 They, uh, everyone thought Colin was going to take it, but our boy, John Rahm, he's a advantage Connors favorite here came through one by two or three strokes. What do you think about that? He's like, I love him, man. He's his swing. And we've talked about him before. Like the reason he's got the shorter swing was because of, you know, he was born with something with his foot or something. And, and he seems right. like a nice guy and, and easy to root for a Spanish dude. And, uh, yeah, I was just happy to see him, him get an early season win and, and look forward to the rest of the year. Yeah, he uh, he goes after it, and and uh, he he's not afraid to win. He's proven that, and I think he he shot some crazy number uh, on the last day. I think he was like uh, eight or nine or even ten, maybe under. ten under. Yeah, he did ten. You under. know to you know to to get to uh, to get to his number. So uh, how's this? Uh, that's pretty amazing. Marukawa was leading coming in. Yeah, Rom yeah. made up nine strokes on him. He was, uh, That's crazy. He, beat, he beat him by two. So he was seven strokes back and he won it. That's pretty sick. So, but, but I watched, uh, uh, on an awful lot of that on the weekend, Brad and, and Morikawa was like a machine and, uh, uh, some of the, or one of the, um, commentators, you know, when he, he made, uh, like an eight foot putt to, to save par and he goes, you know, folks, you're, you're looking at a thoroughbred here. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, and I'm saying, well, you know, thoroughbred's got to come out of the back stretch too. Right. He's got to finish. He's got to finish. And, and uh, you know, which, you know, as great as he played, you know, uh, and, and for everybody who's ever played any sports at all, our, our life in general, you know, you know, things just don't go right all the time. And sometimes you got to overcome that you know, that, uh, that bad stretch and, you know, coming down in the last six holes, Morikawa had a bad stretch. Yep. You know, he, he made three bogeys in a row and, and you know, which kind of opened the door for, for Rom to, you know, with his great round to sneak in there. But, you know, watching those guys, I mean, just, I mean, they're all so, they're all so amazing. I mean, 10 under and, is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, think about uh, it. Like, know, we're, we're like lifing it if we can get to like one under through 14 and we're like hanging on, like, you know, with all, and then we triple, triple, <laughs> triple or whatever. This guy's like 10 right. under. I mean, he's birding more holes than he's not. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it's just fun to watch him because they're, uh, uh, you, you mentioned Rom's swing. Uh, you know, it's short and it's, it's kind of quick. And, you know, but what he gets out of it, you know, and, and all the problems that, uh, uh, you know that he had, and why his swing is like that. And then, and then you look at at Morikawa. He's got a, a, a looks like to me like a classic swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, you know, a beautiful swing. You know, but it's Arnold Palmer said it. He says you got to swing your own swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, which is you know, I guess you know you can equate that to tennis too. I mean, there you know that's why if you teach everybody the same, everybody's not the same. No, you, you know, every you got to find out you know what. Uh, each golfer or each tennis player has that you can improve on and make it better and, and you know, get, get them to the top. And, and then, and then you even mentioned it, Nellie Corda. What do you think of her swing? I mean, like we talked about her brother earlier. I have a couple, two or three videos of her slow-mo swing, like saved on my phone. And when I want to feel inspired, I like look at them. I mean, her swing has, you said it when we've talked before, like no, extra movement, no unnecessary movement. Like everything she does is like compact and perfect and fluid. And she's just got, man, is it a nice swing? <laughs> it's so nice. Um, so yeah. I, I, I like watching she, her play. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I, I like, uh, you know, I, I love watching the guys, uh, but I like, I like watching the ladies because they swing slower mm-hmm. and, and, and I can see more what they do and, and uh, how they go about it and, and more where the club is. And, you know, with a, you know, watch some of the guys, sometimes they're swinging so fast. It's like a blur. Yeah. It's hard to uh, see. And, and, uh, but the, but the ladies and, and even, even on even the seniors, you right. know, they, they seem to have a different swing and, and, uh, but they still get such uh, distance and control and all that out of it. It's, yep. you know, it's fun because I'm, you know, I'm, if I if I was still young enough and and to still go play tennis, I, I'd still be learning how to play tennis. Yeah, uh, you know, because you never learn all the way. 
and, and but it's fun for me to you know golf because I'm trying to get better. Yep. Uh, and uh, so any anyway, well, here's but, uh, just just yeah. some other names Good. from that tournament. Rom won. A lot of Americans did well. Morikawa second. We had Max Homa, who's a pretty solid dude. Uh, Scheffler, yep. Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau uh, up there. Will Zalatoris, who's like gonna win a slam at some point soon. I feel like that's inevitable. We had Spieth, we had Harmon, Cantley was up there, Cantley, uh, Hovland, he's not American, but, and then, you know, Advantage Connors' favorite, Corey Connors, the Canadian, <laughs> we'll forgive you, Corey, for having the ERS, yeah, it's yeah, ORS. That, that was a misspell. But... <laughs> uh, one of us had a misspell. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on, wrapping up, we've been going, this has been a fun one. Um, one thing we want to talk about that we didn't talk about with our Soccer World Cup. A week or two ago was the passing of a great Brazilian player, Pele, passed away. Mm, um, right. And just wanted to, Man. you know, give him love as the legendary, you know, sport shaping person that he was. I mean, he was like bigger than the sport. It almost seemed like he was one of those guys. Um, and he passed away, I think, at 82 or three. And like his, right. his mom is still alive. Pele's yeah, that's, uh, mom that. was still alive that the people they, they brought his uh, his funeral procession by her house so she could like look out the window it's crazy to think you know she's a she's a mm. hundred i think or 101 and we just want to say shout out pele love watching his highlights and he seemed like a very kind and, and good man yeah it was uh you know last year you know you you get through a year and you you look back and you see who has passed uh and you know a lot of you know, whether it's uh, actors or athletes or, you know, uh, music or whatever. And you, and, and you look back and you see, uh, you know, that, oh, I, I watched him play soccer. I, I watched him. I went to see him on stage, you know, in, in Paris or London or Cincinnati or someplace. And, you know, just uh, and it, it just goes to show, uh, you know, time goes, time passes. And, and uh, you know, we we end up, you know, uh, losing and missing a lot of friends. Uh, and that's that's uh, one of my new New Year's resolutions is I, I want to pay more attention to being with my friends and calling my friends and, and uh, staying in touch. Uh, more. I, yeah, staying in touch a little bit more because, uh, you know, time time is going quick. Uh, and and I'm, I'm not I'm not being a downer here. I'm just saying that you know, I look around and, you know, and you're 43, don't <laughs> you know, remind me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, holy cow. I mean, you know, that's, uh, I mean, time has just passed and sometimes you, you know, you lose that where, you know, your friends and you say, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow or next week I'll see him or, or whatever. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, you, you end up not. And, right. and so I'm, that's another new year's resolution, That's good. but I want to go back to my other. New How's year's that resolution. going? I've been getting questions. I've been multiple questions on how we're doing on the resolutions. I had, I had one droop. Uh Oh, I had, I had one, but it was just a little droop. What happened? Well, I, I you know, I was, uh, you know, was sitting with, uh, with some friends and, uh, you know, but, but it was just, you know, and, and, and I'm not really a wine, a wine drinker. But they put a and I and I and I just I did I, I took a I, t- I took a drink of it and and actually I took a, another drink of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then you finished anyway, it. Anyway, <laughs> I, I had I had uh, I fell off one time, so I started and I'm, and I'm and I'm five days into it again. All right. So yeah. Okay. So that's but, one uh, of the big things I'll, is hanging with people who drink. If you're trying to stop, it's hard to hang around right. them because they're always right. going to pull you into it. They always want, they never yep. want to feel guilty drinking alone. So they want everyone to drink. <laughs> right. So, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm getting back on it. That's uh, good. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get back on it. And, and because it's, it's just, I feel so much better, uh, you know, when, when I'm not, but yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, like I said, you know, bogey gets two walks a day now and, and, uh, so, but, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done it, but Hey, you know, but, uh, but I'm, you I'm a beginner at it. Back on the wagon. I'll bring the wagon by you. Hop back on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, get that, get that carriage going. So get I the can horse get back and buggy. on it. But, 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 uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, right now that, that our next podcast, I will be clean. Okay. I will not have another, not until our next podcast. Okay. Good. That, that, that might be my reward. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. That's always the yeah, hard part right. too. Is like you want to reward yourself for not doing the thing, but you want to reward right. yourself with that thing. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Um, gotta, all right. Well, good luck. Get... If you need to talk, I'm here for you. you know, I know you, you are. You can call I know the, you are. the it's the B A A line, the Brett Alcohol Anonymous line. <laughs> I'll I'll be on it. I'll be on it and call you. So, um, but uh, it's all it's all being good, Brett. And, yeah. and uh, you know, once again, you know, to all our listeners out there, thank you. And and uh, you know, send in some questions and and uh, keep us posted on what's going on. But got anything you want to talk about or you want to hear what we have to say? Let us know. Yep, definitely. We'll do a, uh, a an episode next week where we'll talk some of the Australian Open going ons for the first week and check in on that. Wanted to just give one little shout out to our mascot, Gold Dude Isabella, and uh, her company that Melina and her friend Sam have started, uh, Bella Mia. It's at Bella Mia Petit, B-E-L-L-A-M-I-A-P-E-T-I-Q-U-E. They sell harnesses, collars, and leashes. They sell just three things. So if you got a dog, the cool thing about them is they're really well made and they are reflective. That's the part I like yeah. is the way we came about it is you remember Melina's mom gave me and you that reflective jacket. Yeah, well, of course. That we go well, out in course. the rain instead. It's like this awesome jacket that like any light hits it, it just like lights up. So like no one can say they didn't see you. And so Melina was like, you know, this would be cool to make this into a, you know, like a, a, a collar for the dogs. Cause we take them on walks. It's dark and the cars come zooming around and, and so that's it. I just want to give a little uh, shout out promotion to our girl, Bella, and to Bella Mia Petit. So if you got a dog and you need to keep them safe and are in the market for a harness, leash, or collar, hit them up. And Pops, it. that's it. I love you. Follow us at ADV Connors on Instagram and Twitter. Follow him at Jimmy Connors, me, Brett underscore Connors, and uh, Bella at Gold Dude Isabella on Instagram. All good. Uh, I want to try to stay dry up here. Hopefully... Uh uh, the storms that are coming aren't as bad as they have, have been, but, uh, you know, everything, everything's good up here. You, everybody out there, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we'll be talking to you next week. Talk to you soon. One thing to check out, a uh, Netflix docu-series coming out on tennis called Breakpoint. Might be cool to check out, and we can uh, get into that once we've seen a few of the episodes. But until then, we will hit you up on social media and check in with us there. Peace!